to the Better Me Podcast. I am your host, Jen, and just a friendly reminder, I'm merely a curious girl looking for a platform to chat, learn, and dish. I'm not a professional therapist or claim to be an expert. Also, in every episode, I can't assure you this is at all appropriate for children, so be aware of that when starting to listen. And with that, let's work on being a better me. Hi, and welcome to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen, and I thank you for joining me today. Um, You will not be disappointed because today I am welcoming back your favorite guest, my husband, John, and we are tackling men are from Mars, women are from Venus. We have listened to the book and read the summaries and we are going to be talking about what it meant to us, what takeaways we got from it, and basically what it really means um, for men to be from Mars and women to be from Venus. So um, I think this will be a really fun topic and uh, I'd love to get some feedback for people out there who maybe have read the book and maybe got a different take from it than we did or took away something that we may have missed, um, you can email me at the at bettermepodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also follow me on Better Me Podcast on Instagram and DM me there. Um, but I would love to hear some feedback. And uh, once again, I just thank you so much for joining me and I thank you for your five-star ratings and your reviews. I really enjoy reading those, so keep it up. Thank you, and I will be right back with John. Welcome back to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen, and I am joined by my husband, John, today. (laughs) Hello, I'm back. Everybody has been sending me messages asking, when is John coming back? When is John coming back? So, I think they just want to see me have to wiggle in fear and <laughs> grapple for words and I don't think that's true at all. I, I think it's more because you're a funny guy. Are you sure my buddies are not calling in and, and No and to, Okay. I've been getting emails, right. I've been getting messages on Instagram. They all say we want John. We want John. <laughs> oh they chant like that as yeah, well. Yeah, well that's oh. how I read it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, it's good to be wanted. It's good to have a fan base. Yeah. Well, you definitely have a lot of fans. So, and I am a, your number one fan. Oh. Because I love when we do podcasts together. I know you do. It's super fun. And I enjoy the conversation. And I also enjoy the research that goes into the conversation. Well, you do quite a bit more research than I do. And I feel kind of bad because you were... I heard you down there listening to the, the book well, and taking notes, and here I'm up here watching the football game. Well, I mean, I guess. But it's in my head. Yeah. And I heard the book. Yeah. So I got it. And you read the summary online. And I read the summary. Okay. <laughs> just read the back of the book. That's what I did in high school. So <laughs> the book that we're talking about is Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus by John Gray. He also wrote The Love Languages, which we have talked about previously, like kind of touched on. Um, But 
we really got a lot out of that book as well, which we can talk about maybe after we talk about Mars and Venus. Yeah. So um, let's just start out by um, maybe you can tell me like what were your sort of ahas when you were reading or listening to the book? Well, I mean, it's it's always good to have things that you ha already kind of believe mm -hmm. reinforced by a book such as this right. or an author. And I knew a long time ago that <laughs> women are wired different than men. Right. Uh, and I don't mean physically. <laughs> I figured that shit out real early. <laughs> but, I mean, listening to that book and and then thinking back about our 19 years together, yeah. there was a lot of, aha, uh -huh, well, that makes sense. Well, no shit. You know, there right. was a lot of those moments yeah. as I listened to that. Me too. You like know? we found ourselves kind of giggling a couple times, like, "Oh, this is so true." Right. And then it just so happened that we had had sort of like a classic situation the night before we were listening to the book that fit in exactly to the description of like the withdrawer versus the pursuer. Yeah. It was actually laughable. You sh you should explain what. That those two things, the withdrawal and, and the pursuer. Okay. And who is who so, in this relationship and who is who in most relationships. Okay. So pretty much in all relationships, there is an emotional withdrawer and a pursuer. And um, it's super, super rare that you will find two of the same in a relationship. It probably, the relationship either wouldn't work out or it would be one of those things where it would be like super flammable at first and then sort of fizzle. Well, I, I think even if you had two pursuers and you can explain what a, an example of a pursuer yeah. and what a withdrawer is, but I, I think if you had two of the same in any relationship, one of them would morph into the other one. One of them would be dominant, right. you know, right. over the course of time, if they stayed together, one would take a different role. Or there would just be like a, a total battle between the two to be, you know, yeah. the alpha. I don't know how that would work. And obviously, if you had two withdrawers, they would never get anything done. No, no. <laughs> so um, just a quick description then about what the two are. So um, a pursuer would be someone who's probably a little bit more sexual, someone who... Um, Really? I didn't know that. More, what do you mean more sexual? Well, maybe just is like looking for that, not necessarily like actual intercourse oh. type of, but like they need more physical attention. Um, they crave like a connection. Okay. So that's a pursuer. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they also would be the first to, uh, want to talk about feelings okay so uh the pursuer would always sort of start the conversation of oh, you know we need to talk and um these are my feelings so on a scale of one to ten one being you're just a little bit pursuer i'm a fucking ten and ten off being the chart ten you're a ten pursuer <laughs> okay and um and part of the description is that i need 
if we're, you know, in the middle of a disagreement, I need closure immediately. Whereas you, as an emotional withdrawer, you want to walk away, cool down, think about it, be alone, and you can wait, you know, a certain amount of time to talk about it. Right. Absolutely. Like you want the situation to sort of um, fizzle a little bit before engaging. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I just get to the point where like, I just don't want to deal with this shit right now. Right. You know? Right. Well, and I'm the opposite. I know. <laughs> where I'm like, I don't want to cry another tear. I don't want to think about it, you know, So on a scale of one to ten, same, same scale. How, what kind of pursuer or withdrawer am I? You're when you open the dictionary and look up the word withdrawer, your picture is come on. There. <laughs> no, actually, I would say when it comes to arguments, you're classic withdrawer, but when it comes to like um, needing like physical attention, you tend to be a little bit more of a pursuer. Okay. So I would say uh, on a scale of one to 10, you're probably a six and a half. Six and a half. All right. So I'm middle of the road. Pretty much. And I mean, maybe and, a seven. And you're a 10. Uh, yeah. So you're extreme and I'm pretty much average. <laughs> okay. Well, at least, you, we got, at least we have that out there. You're tipping, you're tipping towards the withdrawer, but it, only because you definitely don't want to, you know, always talk about feelings. You don't. You don't necessarily feel the need to get things off your chest. No. Like I do. No. And I I want to talk about everything. I know you do. Which is, I mean, hello, Better Me podcast. Like, <laughs> this is a good outlet for me. This is. It's perfect. <laughs> so, um, it doesn't always have to be the man or the woman either. And, um, you know, there's a lot of men who are pursuers. There's a lot of women who are withdrawers. Um, well, we were trying to think. Of, I was trying to th say that earlier. We were trying to think of that. Like, well, there's a lot of men that are pursuers. But then I had to really think about it. And of all the relationships of, of people that I know throughout the years, I can really only think. Well, your daughter of is a classic withdrawer. Two. Which one? Heather. Oh, yeah. She's a classic withdrawer. And yes. we actually talked about it when we saw her last because I'm like you and your dad are one in the same. She wants to walk away from a really, from a, um, a argument or a misunderstanding and think about it. Right. Just like you do. Oh, so I think we decided that my mom might be a bit of a withdrawer as well. Um, y yes. A withdrawal, so. but, but also, could be a ruthless pursuer too. <laughs> With the double eye roll. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> I can tell when your mom is about to click off safe. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun to watch. <laughs> I have to admit. Uh, well, it could be fun for you, <laughs> depending on who she's. Well, I I think unleashing I, on. Right. Well, it's of course it's Willie, and I I can kind of sense when he's about to. Take a verbal ass kicking. Yeah, which yeah. most of the time he deserves. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, um, like I was saying, in the book, 
you know, they talk a lot about the differences in men and women and how, you know, one is usually more uh, vocal about feelings and stuff like that. And, you know, classically and stereotypically, that ends up being the woman for the most part. Right. And so that was one of the main focuses of the book was that, you know, men, when, when a woman comes home and has a bad day, you know, this is just an example and says to her husband, you know, this was the, this was such a terrible day. You know, it was, I'm super stressed out. I have no time for myself. You know, work is, is crazy and stressful. Men as a natural reaction want to say, um, well, you should quit that job. You should find a new job. You're not happy there. Um, you should, you know, take a little more time off. You should go get a massage. You, you know, like they're coming up with solutions. Right. And when a lot of times what women are really looking for is just for you to go like that, that sounds terrible. That sounds like a horrible day. I feel bad for you. You know, I come here, let me give you a big hug and a kiss. Right. I get that. And that was the biggest takeaway from the book is men just want to try to fix shit. And the woman doesn't, does not necessarily need, need it fixed. They just need you to freaking listen. Right. And that means more than anything. Yes. However, but comma, sometimes, sometimes mm -hmm. we just might have a little nugget, <laughs> just a little morsel of information yes. that could be useful. So I think maybe how, a balance. So how, how, how do we do that? I mean, do, do we, we listen and then like talk about it later and come back and go, Hey, I was thinking about what you had said about your day to day, mm -hmm. you know, and well, this, this just came up when you were talking about work and your boss said, Hey, I need you to take more of a, kind of a, what is it, a, a leadership role or mm -hmm. more, you know? Yeah. And, and I said, and you, you weren't even offered me a problem. Right. It you wasn't were, a problem. However, I had a solution, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And as soon as I said that, I could tell that you, you, you kind of retracted a little bit. Well, I guess I was just really looking for you to go like, that sounds really cool. Right. That's and, awesome for you. And I immediately reflect back to okay, this is this is this is leadership one hundred and one, and this is what the Marine Corps is all about is leadership one hundred and one. Right. So of course I have solutions for that, <laughs> and that's great. I and there are a lot of times when I do want a solution for something. So how do how do it's as just, a guy how do I know when that point is? How do I know you just don't need a hug and a, and listening? Or you might really want to... Well, I think it depends on the way that I'm talking about it. Holy I'm shit, saying, how like, do what I do figure that out? That? Or what do I think about that? That is my key. Right. I would say, you know, what would you do in this situation? Oh, okay. You know, those would be kind of, so if, you know... So unless you ask, offer, offer no solution. Yeah, that I would, would be... say unless I ask. Okay. Or unless I'm giving you, like, that opening 
that well meeting where I say, you know, what would you do in that situation? Okay. Or, yeah, you're asking. Yeah. Uh, I I don't want to leave anything for chance here. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is critical information to my survival. Well, that's why we need to listen to these kinds of books together. Well, no, I mean, you just you just kind of gave me the script. If if I don't, if I ask, I need a solution. Well, no, but I'm saying, you know, if you were to listen to this book on your own or if I were to listen to this book on my own it would be great the one way but it needs to come from both sides you know where you would understand right no I listened to the book yeah yeah I get it I just want to make I just want to clarify clarify and confirm yes that unless you ask for a solution mm -hmm. or ask my opinion right I should shut the fuck up. I well, and just nod and hug. I'm probably right? just looking for like some affirmation. Okay, words of affirmation. <laughs> Back to. I can't believe I've read two of these fuckers' books. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we've been together almost I know, twenty years. I know. Like... There's good insider trader information. Yes. Yep. Know yes. thy enemy. Not that you're the enemy. Oh. Not that you're the enemy. It's a saying, though. <laughs> yes, I know right. what you mean. So, okay, let's flip the script then and talk about um, men and maybe ways that women have incorrectly tried to communicate with men. One of the things that was in the book that, you know, we both kind of did a little aha to was um, when men are uh doing something and women offer unsolicited advice and the, to a woman the we, example in the book was they were lost yeah yeah like clearly you're lost you should have taken a left back there like that kind of thing yeah as a woman we're thinking that we're helping you figure it out like we're you know we're giving you the answer, but as men, you take it as a like you're weak. Yes, like a like a sign of weakness. We have fragile, <laughs> and I mean fragile egos. <laughs> and and I would say that most men won't admit to it, but I'm throwing it out there. Yeah, egos are fragile for men. Yeah, and there's certain things that really jab at us and well really especially us. something maybe i'm assuming that would question your manhood you know and by that i'm speaking very generally and talking very heterosexual as far as like driving directions yeah fixing something fixing shit yeah yeah Except when it comes to fixing shit, I know my limitations. <laughs> and I don't even allow you to hurt my fragile ego because I've already said, yeah, I can't do that shit. Give me the fucking, <laughs> give me the internet. I got to look this up. I'm getting somebody over here. AKA a drywall oh, <laughs> situation. Yeah, drywall looks so easy on YouTube. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm done. We needed a professional. Yeah, I have no problem. But you are handy at a lot of things. Well, I know you don't give yourself a lot of credit. But. Yeah, well, I eventually figure it out, but it's painful. 
but yeah, so that was another one that, you know, I, I could see, you know, the logic in that, but as a woman, when I'm saying things, it's really, I'm trying to make the situation better. Right. Right. And though appreciated, it, it, for, for men, it kind of goes back to what we were just talking about for you. When I ask for your fucking opinion, <laughs> <laughs> then please give. Okay. But otherwise, I'm internalizing this. I'm working through it. Mm-hmm. I think men are just, men are, 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 are kind of problem solvers. And it goes all the way back to the roots of, you know, when there was nothing. They had survival, food, shelter, clothing. They had to figure out how to find the food. They had to protect their family and themselves against wild animals. I mean, the problems were very simplistic, mm-hmm. but it was up to the guy to have to fucking figure that out, okay. to how to track that animal and, and, and kill that animal so that the, the family could, could eat. Or, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of rooted in our internal, you know, just DNA. Gen- DNA yeah. Right. So. So you would say then that, the right time to give an opinion is just basically if you ask for it. Like if you, if we were driving and it clearly you didn't know where you were going. Well, that never happens. I think you know that. (laughs) You spidey senses. I know. I have an uncanny (laughs) ability to know which way is Northwest. And and I've, you, you've seen that. You've seen that in action. I have seen it. Can be in the middle of nowhere. It's like, yeah, that's North. That fucking feels so North and it's North. Yeah. Don't know why. You are good at that. Yeah. But this that. is this is just a absolute, you know, what if. What if. So if it did seem like you were lost and I knew where to go or I thought I did, it would be it would behoove me to wait for you to ask. Well, or or you could frame your idea or your recommendation or your theory Mm-hmm. in such a way that it would not be insulting to my fragile ego. Okay. So, um, you know, I've actually driven down this road before, and I'm pretty sure that I turned left there. Right. Something like that. Okay. Even if you're just making that shit up. <laughs> you know? Right. Even if we're in fucking Portland, and I have to ask, when the fuck have you been in Portland before? How do you know this? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, at least it's an effort <laughs> right okay well good that was a good one yeah um so let's talk I, about... I say we circle back mm-hmm. and discuss because this you said we had an example the other night which was a telltale example oh, yeah. of the pursuer and the withdrawer okay why don't you kind of and this whole podcast is about kind of like airing our dirty laundry in some cases. Well, and I mean, I think, you know, no, nobody's perfect. Right, right. You know, we have our moments. So um, I was home all day Wednesday, like getting ready for Thanksgiving, cooking, cleaning, whatever. And I had pretty much been alone all day long. Well, all week. Well, yeah, but I just mean I hadn't really, I didn't even really venture out on Wednesday, right. but for a second. So I, by the time you got home at 6.30, um, I had made you dinner. 
and um, I was really looking to engage. Yes. I wanted conversation. I wanted, um, quote unquote, activity. You did want (laughs) activity. (laughs) Um, But you had had a really stressful week and a stressful day, and you were tired. And you had a long drive home. Well, and I hadn't been home all week. And you hadn't been home all week. And that's the same every week is when I get home, I mean, this is this is my safe place, you know, right. but I don't, when I'm gone all week, when I get home, I was like, oh, it's just, it's just a relief to be back home, you right, know? Right, So, all right, keep going. So, in my mind, I was thinking, you know, we're going to talk, we're going to, you know, have activities. <laughs> Why don't you just say sex? You, you, your disclaimer is don't let your children listen to this. Right, you're just right, say you're it. Right. Well, yeah, but okay. activity sounds so. like we're gonna do like finger painting <laughs> or some type of. Well, if art. and had you suggested finger painting, I would have done that too. <laughs> I was right. just looking. I to, am not going down that road. I was just looking to connect. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, your fuse got less and less, and then eventually you were like, enough. Like, I'm tired, I'm stressed, and... Um, I don't think I said I was stressed. I just think, I just want to, I just want to relax. I yeah. just want to, I'm home. Let me just kind of like, um, just kind of bring everything back to idle, you yeah. know, decompress. Yeah. Relax. Right. Yes. And, and, and you... I took it personally. You did take it personally. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, when I came upstairs, because you came upstairs to, be, you know, kind of be alone. But when I came upstairs to talk to you about it, because, of course, I was pursuing you. You were a pursuer. Um, and I withdrew upstairs. <laughs> um, but you... The way that you explained it to me, which totally made sense, and it made me say, like, okay, I get it. How did I explain it? Well, you said... Um, if the roles were reversed and you wanted to go to bed and I kept at you, you would not like that. No, I think what I said is if the roles were reversed and let's just use like New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. Because you've never made it to midnight for a New Year's Eve in like 15 years. Right. Okay. (laughs) And I, of course, and I'm, I'm kind of a night owl, right? Yeah. But you always, you never make it there. And when you say, well, I'm going to bed, I never try to keep you up, never try to make you feel guilty. It's like, okay. Because it, it, it's just not that big of a deal to me right. to make you do something that clearly you're not, not comfortable with. We're not into it. Right, yeah. right. And even something simple as going to bed. So, yeah, and that's pretty much, you know, the explanation that you gave me made me think of a situation like that. Right. So, um, so I understood where you were coming from. And we, I, uh, we had a breakthrough. Yeah, we did have a breakthrough. That was a breakthrough. Yeah. Right. And then it was funny because the next day we started listening to this book and it was like the first thing that they started talking about. That's right. And, um, but, yeah. ha- but hang on because, but then after I thought we had resolved that. Yeah. <laughs> I know I, I pursued you again. You pursued again. <laughs> well, like, no, because I went downstairs. Right. You had been alone for a little while up here. 
Right. And then all I needed was just to come up and have a hug and have you tell me everything was good. Oh. So that, because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to sleep. But I thought we'd already resolved that. We already, you'd already got the hug and I said that everything was good. Yeah, but I didn't feel like it was You didn't feel sincere. it. So was was my hug not sincere or what did I do? That This is a good, this is good stuff here. What was it about the, come here, honey. I love you. Everything's fine. Just tired. Just stressed. Um, Have a good night. What was it about all that that just I don't did know. not? I Maybe it was your tone. I don't know. I Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. But I just know that I didn't feel like like it was completely resolved when I tried to go to bed and I had to come back up. But then, okay, so what did I do the second time? You're like, ah, he's good. All is good. I Maybe it was your tone. It was just different. Okay. And, it was, and you were like, you know, we're fine. It's all good. Okay. And, yeah, I just felt better about it. Then. All right. I think it, it just, like, the first time you still seemed like you were really, like, anxious and, like, I don't know. It just didn't feel like after you had chilled out for a little while. So, so for listeners then, yeah, that might be in a very similar where the the man, and the male role model is 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 more of a with emotional withdrawer, mm-hmm. and the woman is more of a. Do you, I mean, would you say that's kind of? It's a normal dynamic. I mean, okay. I, well, I don't want to use the word normal, but general. It's a generalization. Right. Yeah. So the advice to that, if you if you had to give me advice on what I can do better, mm-hmm. and I give you advice to what you can do better, yeah. which would, for all practicality, might apply to just about everyone in your gender, everyone in mine. Right. What would be your advice to me if you could summarize it in a couple of sentences? Well, I would say, you know, that... I just need closure. I, I'm not going to be able to get on with what I need to get on with, you know, whether that's going to bed or going to work or, you know, whatever. I, I can't move on. I'm thinking about it. I'm like stressing about it. Um, it's, you know, it's taking over my mind and I can't turn it off. Okay. So, it, so I guess, you know, being able to understand why I would continually pursue you to make closure about it. I mean, it's happened in the past too, where, you know, you've been at work and because you don't, you know, stay here during the week, you know, we'll have a bad conversation on the phone and I have to keep calling you back or texting you because I need just something like I need it to be like a certain tone or a certain thing that you say that makes me feel good about getting off the phone right and I even though when you keep calling back and I'm like oh my fucking god are you kidding me (laughs) I need right this is the men are from Mars Yeah, yeah I need to understand that it's just how you're wired that you're thinking the exact same way that I am, but just in the opposite. You're like right. the yin and the yang. Right. Right. Okay. And I mean, I, it's something that I need to figure out too, like how to be able to let you walk away and, you know, get a minute. Right. Yeah, I, I think it's important that men really need to internalize because we're problem solvers. 
We need that time away to sit down and let everything kind of sink in and replay. Okay, here's what happened. Here's what you said. Here's what she said. Mm-hmm. And really internalize how to. It, it, it might not even be on you. Like, how could. Sometimes it has been like, yeah, that was really kind of a fucking dickhead thing you said. <laughs> right? Well, and you know what? I, I can. And you know that sometimes I would just walk downstairs and yes. came in your room, right? And said, yeah, I was kind of an asshole. I'm sorry. Right. Because I, I figured that shit out up here internally on my own. But had you just kept coming up here, I hadn't had time to figure it out yet. Right. Right. So it's important that you allow us that time to figure it out. Yeah. Well, and there have been times too that um, maybe we've had a bad conversation on the phone and I had to start working and couldn't call back or text you. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, I get a text or a phone call where you're like, yeah, I didn't mean that. Right. So, so I get it. I just have to figure out how I can let it go. Right. Now, add to add to this, Mm -hmm. to add to all of this, that men are from Mars, women from Venus, there's Mm -hmm. another element that has to be brought into play. Oh, okay. And those are those hormonal shifts that can take a feeling Mm -hmm. and amplify amplify it (laughs) to the umph degree. So what to me seems like this is not a big deal. Yeah. Add those hormonals, chemicals, what <laughs> happened. And I'm not saying that it doesn't happen to men, but I think to women it's it's a little bit more extreme. Now that adds like fuel to the fire. Right. Yes. Well, and I've told you before that during those times, it, well, first of all, the worst thing that you could say was – you know, are you hormonal right now? Oh, yeah. Or yeah. what time of the month is it? Trust me. I would never, <laughs> I would never even go down that road. No. No, that is one of those freaking landmines that, yeah, I know it will go off I'm right, in, right in my face if I, no. Yeah. But, um, and I've told you before, too, that those little things feel like big things. They feel super real and super you know important and so i i mean i i try to apologize for it as much as i can i know but and i'm trying to you know make that a better situation well and i think men have to literally just understand that that there's hormones and chemicals going on racing through a woman's head that just Tough. Yeah. So. And you know, aside from the hormones, you know, for certain situations too, it's you know, when that stuff is happening, we are also going through a period of life that we're making a change physically, and you know, you're getting older, and you have that in the back of your mind or in the front of your mind, you know, so. All of that is like the perfect storm. So, you know, keeping that in mind too. Yeah. So like, um, are you wearing those pants today? That might not be the best question. 
that I, <laughs> between that, the hormone no i'm i'm just saying like oh, in general oh like a question like that is that what you're wearing today right um it, it's probably like the worst okay so great example great let, let, let's stick with that example okay let's say i saw you wearing something that i just did not think flattered you mm-hmm. right yeah but you looked in the mirror like, yeah, I fucking look great. Okay. <laughs> but I'm looking at it like, ah, just not my first choice here. Okay. So how would, how would I, how could I even breach that subject? Give me an advice. Um, I would say your best bet would be. Um, I have an idea, but I'm going to hear, want to hear if it matches up with what I, what I would say. Okay. Because well, again, I'm problem solving here. Okay. I've already solved this problem. Oh, I'm excited about this one. So I would say, um, hey, have you worn um, those white pants for a while? I haven't seen you in those white pants. You should wear those today. Okay. Kind of where I was going. Kind of where I was going. I was thinking this along the same line. as like, I fucking love those white fucking linen pants. Mm-hmm. You know? When's the last time you wore the Yes. Same thing. Right. But then, of course, it's in the middle of winter. You're like, yeah, you don't wear white linen pants. Right. Well, that was just an example. I know. I I mean, there are other things that you could. But I would never, I would never say that doesn't, you know, that makes your ass look big. Oh, God. Oh, hell. Yeah. Well, and I'm fine with having a big ass. (laughs) You don't have a big ass. You have have a shaped ass. I'm I'm good with having a bubble ass. Yes. But what I'm saying is you should never say anything along the lines of, that doesn't look good. You should say, you look great, and I really love that. I love those shoes. I love those jeans. Yeah. I love that outfit. Yes. yes. That Those drive me crazy. Yes. If I want to influence you. I love it. Yes. Perfect. Okay. And so do um, would you say that you would be as sensitive to me saying something like, uh, you know, the... That really doesn't flatter you. Fuck no. I ask you that all the time. I'm like, this <laughs> doesn't feel right. How does this look? <laughs> yeah, I know. But if you ask, it's a little different. No, I, no, I, I mean, so I don't know. I'm just, you wouldn't care if I, if I just said like that, that shirt's not the best. Well, number one, I'm colorblind. So I have no idea. It's fucking, I'm wearing <laughs> orange instead of red. It's like, who knew that doesn't go with freaking teal? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, I have caught you with the colors. Yes, and I don't, I don't think that you would take that personally. Not at all. But um, no, I was more wondering. In about... fact, I've called you when I was on the road, Facetime, be like, "Hey, fucking, is this <laughs> <Help>. right? <laughs> this doesn't feel right." Yeah, no, not at all. Um, but even if it didn't have to do with color, that wouldn't bother you. If uh, I just said like those jeans are not great. No, like you have moose knuckle. Moose knuckle. <laughs> well, like for example, I have how many patches in these jeans? Well, right I've I've clearly told you that I don't appreciate those. I know, I know, <laughs> and I I can appreciate that you don't appreciate my jeans. <laughs> if you can appreciate that, I appreciate them so much that I don't give a shit. That I'm, I just well, keep patching them. Do what you gotta do. Yeah, there's about seven patches in these jeans. That's frightening. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, did you get what you needed out of that one? I did. Okay, perfect. Me too. So, uh, what about influence versus nagging? Explain. 
So if, if I wanted you to do something and I was going to influence you to do that, what would be the best way to approach the situation where it didn't feel like nagging, but yet you were fully influenced? Okay, give me an example. I need an example. Um, let's see. Starting a skincare routine for your skin. For my skin? Yeah. So I say, you know what? It's time to, you know, get you like on a regimen for you to take care of your skin better. So I want you to use, you know, this cleanser, this toner, this, you know, anti-aging lotion. What would influence you to do that versus what would feel like I was nagging you or that I was on you about it? Well, hopefully that's a good enough example. No, I think that's an extreme example and a very good one because I don't give even half a fuck <laughs> about my skin overall. I mean, granted, of course, you know, I come to you as like, hey, I, I've got this. What do I put on that? Right. But I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't even know the terms for this shit. Like, what's the exfoliate? Is that is that the term? <laughs> yeah. I don't exfoliate. Right. Right. Um, I don't use deep cleanser and so how would you make that a priority for me when I don't give a shit? Well, I mean, in the past I've offered to give you a facial and you enjoyed it, right? Probably more so because it was relaxing. And yeah, um, you were really just laying there with your eyes shut. Right, and if you, if you would follow me around and do that every day, I'm all for it. But if it's something <laughs> I gotta do myself... Well, I think I was looking for you more to be like, wow, look at how great my skin looks yeah, afterwards. I, I, yeah, we don't we don't look in the mirror and, and see that. As, okay. I, mean, I don't look in the mirror and say, my skin is glowing today. I, I just don't see that. Right. My eyes don't pick that up. So that... Um, Maybe I should use a different example then, like influence you to, I don't know, make some kind of a change versus nagging you to make some kind of a change. Well, I don't think it's, it's, it's so much nagging. I think it's just how you would, how you would phrase that. Mm -hmm. You say, in other words, you know, I know you don't, you know, it's just an example is I know you don't really, you know, um, worry about the signs of aging because mm-hmm. you're a guy where right. to me it's everything about right. aging and I battle yeah. this out on a daily basis right on that note however this is something that you know let's just use a ba- my baggy what are these called what are these called under eye bags under eye bag yeah. really that's a, that's a scientific name well, I, mean, I know your viewers can't see me grabbing it <laughs> Um, yeah, because I mean, those for me genetically get kind of saggy, right? And I would love, and I and I sometimes I look in the mirror and it looks like you know, Al Pacino's ball sacks are, are <laughs> underneath my eyes. <laughs> I look tired, I look fatigued, but I'm not, right? But I have that puffiness right there. So how you could approach something like that is, I I know this is not that big of a deal or anything like that, but you know. Um, one of my client's friends had kind of like puppy eye, and this is what they put on it. Okay. So if you, you know, 
and I can get that for you at work, or this is where you can get it, but if not, it's no big deal. Okay. You, you, if you came to us like your, I, you know, your, your, uh, what are these called? Bags. Bags look like Al Pacino's ball sacks. <laughs> you look like ass. I would never say that. Well, I know that, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> right. that's a way to kind of, again, fragile ego. Yeah. You know, yeah. to kind of shape it a little bit where, hey, I don't know if this makes a difference to you or not. I'll throw it out there, but it'll fix this or it'll help you with this. And then just let it go. And then we will internalize that later because we're men and we problem solve. We think about shit later. It's like, you know what? Maybe that would be a good solution so I don't think of Al Pacino every time I look at the <laughs> Okay. You see well, what I'm good. saying? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, And so on the reverse, you know, I guess for women, it would more... I think it would be more like a man was kind of pushing you. Exactly. You know, I I hate to use the word nagging for a guy because I think it's more a man would come at you and be like, this is the solution. Yes. You know, and you're trying to do it your way. But he comes in and says, you know. But give me an example. Um. Gosh, this is so... I. I'm trying to think of like a personal example. Um, perfect example. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. I don't like that look in your eye. <laughs> well, no, this happened yesterday. Okay. Where I went one way to get somewhere and you you wanted me to go the other I way. I have no idea what you're talking about. In the car. Oh. That you worry oh, about yes. double backing. That if I want to just hop on the highway instead of continuing on the route that I'm on and having to go down, you know, I know. all different roads. We had to go east and you wanted to go west. Just a to, little bit. Well, you, as you said, it's only a mile that way. <laughs> right. And I said, well, the next actually is two miles because if you go a mile west... You still got a double back, so now you've lost two miles. Yeah, but then I got right on the highway, and I was able to I got, get right into I the have, left lane. I, I know. And... I know. I get that. It, it is probably faster. Mm-hmm. But again, my lizard brain thinks the shortest distance between two points is a fucking straight line. Why am I going backwards? Right, right. Okay? So, so you know, in that instance, and, and previously right. to this last time. But what did I say as as you were doing this? Because I looked at you like, why the fuck are we going east? Or why are we going west? We need to go east. I know. But you were like, you're driving. You're driving. I'm just a passenger. <laughs> yeah. But in the past, you've given me shit for I it. know. I have. I so, have. But you see, see how much I've grown? That's you. <laughs> no, I don't give a shit. <laughs> but this is just my example. Right. It's a good example. For women. So, um... For you to say, you know what, if you hopped on this road um, and went that way, you know, it would be a little bit faster or whatever. And I, you know, I would take that as, you know, you trying to, like, I put, like. Problem solve. Yeah. That'd be a horrible, that would that would go end horribly for me. Yes. Correct? Yes. Yeah. I got that. Because I would just say, I've been driving for a really long time. 
you know. And of course, my counter to that would be I've driven more miles in reverse <laughs> than you have forward. So what's your point? Which would make things. You see what I'm saying? Much worse. That's how <laughs> shit escalates right there. Because there are all you know, there are those instances when you say things, and I take it like I'm not a child. I know. You know, oh, the mailbox. The mailbox. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> like shoveling near the mailbox. Shoveling or getting the mail. Oh my God! Tell and me. watching your, your your listeners will listen will, will completely agree with me on this. We're about to have a fucking argument <laughs> no, on air. No, we're not going to have an argument about it because I understand where you're coming. Explain from. it. Well, our mailbox is at the bottom of our little hilly driveway. Very steep hill at the bottom, and that leads right road. into a very busy road. Right. Yes. Okay. So, and my instructions to you have always been what? When shoveling snow, when I'm not here, or getting the mail, have been what? Do not go out if there's a car coming. So there is literally maybe four inches next to the white line on the edge of the road yes. and the mailbox yes. and the edge of the driveway. There's none. So if the driver wasn't paying attention, he was texting, whatever, distracted, and he shifted Four inches into that white lane, bam, you're dead. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. So um, one day when I was getting the mail, then the, a car came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere? And I was in the middle of getting the mail out, and you got super pissed at me. Right. Well, I wouldn't have got pissed if it literally came out of nowhere, but it, it came down the road <laughs> that I can see at least a half mile away. <laughs> But you chose to like, eh, fuck it. I'm just going to get the mail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I did. That's. And looking back on it now, I understand. But right. you really did get I like, did. super angry. It's because I love you so much. And the thought of something happening to you and me not being able to do anything about it or having to go back later and go like, fuck, I, you know, had I just told her not to get the mail or to right. shovel, you know? Right. And I understand that. Right. I okay. do. It's just sometimes it comes off like, I know. oh my gosh, I'm a child. Well, no, okay. When it comes to your safety, yeah, that emotion is like, it's like if you're driving and Michaela's in the front seat, she's a small child, and you put your hand out there to stop her because right. you stopped, it's automatic. Right, right. You don't even think about it. So yeah. when I see you doing something unsafe, I'm clicking off safe, like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Can't help it. It's the same reaction. Right. So... Well, mad. and I mean, that's better than you be like, go get the mail. Yeah. It's <laughs> dark. a large semi coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're fine in those black clothes. Go on. Yeah, I appreciate that you care. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so. Uh, what about, we'll just do one more. Okay. And that would be the point system. The point system. Yeah. Okay. So, in the book, oh, he was talking about how men think that when they do, like, a grand gesture, <laughs> that it, it's worth many, many points. Yes. That they have banked points. Right. That they can now do whatever they want to do because they've done this grand gesture, and that should last for a while. Well, not do what they ever want to do. Like, if I took you to Paris, it doesn't mean like, eh, let me go have an affair because, I mean. Well, no. I mean, I, right. I don't get to do what I want to do. 
Right. But if I do something big, I think you're right. I think, okay, that yeah. was a huge, we just went to this concert. I, I planned it all. We had a great time. I have to be in her good graces for at least a couple months before I have to repeat this. Right. 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 Where you just say, okay, that was good. Check in the box. Click. Right. 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 But you want to not, it doesn't matter the, the size or scope of the gesture. You just want consistently, even if it's very something small. Right. Like, hey, I'm going to, let me, uh, I unloaded the dishwasher for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's worth the same point. As as booking a trip to a concert in a different city and the hotel. Well, I mean, that's. No, no, but no, no it is kind of, right? Kind of, but I mean, I would say, I mean, that's what the book was suggesting. But I would say there are things that have seemed like they are worth more, right? you know, than other things. Right. Um, I mean, emptying the dishwasher is great, but, you know, going to Minneapolis and seeing, you know, a concert and staying the weekend that I thought about that a lot. Yeah. Or, you know, the hiking trip. Yeah. Because you, you remember those, but you didn't take a picture of me unloading the dishwasher that you reflected on fucking months right, later. Right, 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 right. So I would say, you know, the, the the book suggested that, you know, everything was only worth a point, but I would say there are some things that are worth more. Right. Because they just took more to plan, you know, so you had to put more thought into it. So now is this for the guy? Is this for the man or the woman? Well, so that's, the man thinks that they, um, have banked points. Bank points. So we don't bank points. Well, I mean, right. No, we we just established that, you know. But it's it's the it's the smaller gestures done <clears throat> consistently that mean that add up to the same as one big gesture. Right. 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 Okay. And so what um, what do men see in that in that whole point system? Like, uh, you know, I I, I honestly. Do not. I mean, I've never thought of it as a, a point system in in that regards. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I I would say that from um um, um and this is going to sound terrible. It's going to sound selfish. It's going to sound prickish. <laughs> oh boy! But I look at it for from well, of course, my food is ready, and of course the house is clean <laughs> and of course that the magic hamper has produced clean, clean laundry. Um, you, you kind of spoil me in, in to a degree that you condition me where I just become too expected. Right. And I have to, and I, and I think I do a pretty good job of this, uh, of saying, of realizing there was a lot of effort <laughs> from the time that you took your freaking sweaty gym shorts and, and shirt <laughs> and just threw them in a hamper for them to go through the entire <laughs> trip into the laundry, into the dryer to get folded back into the laundry basket and magically appear. Right. I don't appreciate that unless I really think it through. Right. And there have been a clean house when I see you sweeping the floor. Yeah. Like this house is always spotless. It didn't get that way. And I need, and I believe I do say, I, I do appreciate everything that you do. Yeah, you do. I do. So, but I mean, this is something that, that 
I'm 53 now. I took a lot of ass kickings. <laughs> took a lot of ass kickings to get me to this point. Right. And what I'm trying to say is, listen, we can save yourself so much pain and agony. Yes. If you just do this shit in your 20s and 30s. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, it's so great to to have as much knowledge as you is so easily accessible now. You know, you can listen to an audible book, you know, without much effort. It's not like you have to sit down and read the whole book and highlight. Right. And you can listen to a podcast, you know, whereas maybe when we were younger and in different relationships, you know, you just didn't have that kind of trial and error. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, and as it is now, I feel like we're learning something every day. I would agree. And, um, and you know, every, every marriage, every relationship goes through different ebbs and flows, you know, and to be able to ride that out a little bit easier, um, and with, you know, a good amount of knowledge and, you know, knowledge is power. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah. No, I mean, it's an interesting subject. I mean, interpersonal relationships, especially with, with two people that, that live in the same house, uh, I mean, man and wife, I mean, that's, I mean, look at the divorce rate. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's up near 50%. So the shit that we're talking about, if, if you just take a, be a little bit proactive and try to look at it from the other person's point of view and understand my point of view and listen to some, some self-help books like this or love language, there's nothing but goodness that comes out of it. Right. You know, if you do some self-reflection, go, okay, I can see where that would help me or I could get better in that area. But you have to want to be, to get better. You have to want to self-improve right. in everything. So, right. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, not giving up so easily. You know, I, you and I have um, an understanding where we don't say certain words we don't fight certain ways because we know. What are certain words we don't say? We don't say divorce. Oh, no. Okay. We never say the D word. No. And, um, you know, and I think that's important. Yeah. We also don't call each other names. No, absolutely not. And that's very common. It's hard for me to get my mind around, right. but it's really common. Right. And I think that since we laid that groundwork from the very beginning, you know, it's never been an option to, you know, no, call each other a name or, or threaten. Right. With, 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 with of course, yeah. that's just ridiculous. Not even an option. Right. Right. And I think if more people went at their relationships that way, maybe the divorce rate wouldn't be yeah. quite as high. Maybe. So did I say it right? <laughs> you didn't say You've come around to the way I say divorced, and you say it say it the way you normally say it. Divorced. Divorced. <laughs> like Dolores. You say divorced. Kills me. I don't know why. I don't know either. I don't know. So maybe that's why I've never said We will never get divorced. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, well, that's a good thing. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, hopefully you guys took something out of this one. I thought it was really interesting and um, I always love any excuse to have you as my guest. So. <laughs> well, I, I hope I, I offer some insight from the male's perspective. Of course, 
I'm no, I'm not clinically trained or anything like that. So just, this is trial and error. Um, but it definitely has made me see more of your point of view. And I think it's back at me. Yes. So love it. Awesome. Well, Thank you, everybody. Um, Hope you enjoyed the show. And if you have any comments or questions, please feel free to email me at bettermepodcast at gmail.com or um, you can DM me on Instagram. And please follow me on Instagram at bettermepodcast. Um, I'm always readily available to answer any questions or if you have any comments or topic ideas, I really enjoy getting those as well um and this has been really fun today so uh thank you all and we will talk next week